Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pablo Torre, David Dennis Jr., Sarah Spain, and Mina Kimes. We just saw you on NFL Live. I want you to argue differently every point today. <laughs> Opening night, season preview, MVP, breakout team. Who you got? And you got your shoulders up top. What are your shoulders? Your hips. You know what I'm saying? You got your elbows. What are your Anatomy elbows? class with James Winston. Let's go. Sure. Oh. Before we get to tonight and the preview extravaganza, news of the day pregame, Adam Schefter reporting it was in fact a procedure on Matthew Stafford's elbow this offseason. So the injury and concern, if anything, requiring that procedure. Stafford said he has no limitations right now, feels better this year than he did this time last year. Jordan Rodri reported in April that there was an anti-inflammatory shot in March. Whether that's the same procedure or how today's news came out today, a mystery for all ages. Mina Kimes, you were with the team during the preseason. Do you sense they're worried about Stafford's elbow tonight this year? Well, you know, seeing Stafford up close and personal at camp, I'll say this. He looked great. He was throwing the ball with zip. Um, Everyone there says he feels great. Everything coming out of Rams camp is sunshine and roses. But when you hear words like injection and off-season procedure, you do start to worry. And I would be lying if I said I didn't have any concern. My feeling is this. Stafford is going to be fine at the beginning of the season. However, I do think this year the Rams offense should be more balanced to try to preserve him as the year goes on. Last year, they relied on him so much to throw them out of trouble for good reason. They were second in passing expected points added per play, but 25th in rushing. They get Cam Akers back and Daryl Henderson. To me, that's going to be something to keep an eye on in this game. Can the Rams' run game look better than it did last season? Because, Tony, it might, not, it might need to in order to preserve Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Sarah, that the news came out or came out again today. Do you read anything into that? I mean, if anything, maybe it's actually a positive that now he feels so good that he can say without concern, hey, I had this thing done and it worked. And now I feel fine. I was very concerned about how this might leak into the season when they were using words like unusual, unique, not a football injury, right? Whenever you hear that, that's when you really tense up. But now that he's saying he feels better than he did last year, now that he's, you know, all systems go for game one, I feel like, Mina, you're going to keep an eye on it all season long. You're going to be probably making sure that you're not stressing that arm too much. But I feel like right now I feel fine. He's going to be good. Dennis Jr., yeah, I'm, I'm a little skeptical here. Like, all offseason, they were acting like he got hit with some sort of pox that they could not explain. And now, suddenly, right before the first game, he's okay. back and everybody right. says he looks great. Yeah, and, and he hasn't been hit yet. I mean, I, I'm concerned about they don't have Whitworth. I'm concerned about how that offensive line and what's going to happen when he gets hit on that elbow. Pablo? Well, keep in mind, he threw the third most passes in the entire NFL, including the postseason last season. So Mina is totally right. This is how their offense has required him to be if they're to be a Super Bowl contender. The thing about this, though, Tony, I feel like we're going to find out tonight 
what that pitch count allegedly looks like because against the Bills, it's a real tough time to count how many throws you're going to have to make, right? Like this is an offense that's going to have to keep up with. Stafford tonight will reveal a lot about how exactly that elbow is looking. And let's that. dive right into tonight's game. Opening kickoff. Let me hear it. <laughs> yeah. It's just what you want. Defending champions. And the team on paper and in Vegas considered a favorite and maybe the favorite to win it all. Buffalo and L.A., who is in better position this year? Who is more likely to get off to a faster start tonight? Mina Kimes, you're first. It's the Bills. There's a reason why just about everybody and their mother and their grandmother are picking this team to win the Super Bowl, Tony. They are stacked. I don't care if they're in an ultra-competitive AFC. The last time we saw this quarterback play, he looked like the Terminator. <laughs> they have depth at just about every position, except for cornerback in this game, by the way, with Tredavious White out. But other than that, they added Von Miller to a defensive line that was already dominant, that ranked sixth in pass rush win rate. Their wide receivers are incredible. I, I, it's really hard for me to see a reason not to pick this team. Mm-hmm. Sarah Spain. I agree with Mina for the question about who's better set up for the season. It's the Bills for me. But tonight, my money is on McVay having his team ready for the first week and the first game. He's 5-0 and in week ones in his career, and he's got a perfect 81-game record as head coach of the Rams without ever being below 500. Obviously, a loss tonight wow. would end that streak. Wow. I think that... Just strategy-wise and coming off that Super Bowl, McVay's Rams will be ready tonight and will probably fare better over the first couple games of the season due to their schedule than the Bills will. But my belief in the Bills going further uh, for the rest of the season remains. David Dennis Jr. I got the Bills tonight, uh, razor-thin margin, and I have them going better for the for the season. The, the Rams have the second most difficult schedule. They have a brutal division. Uh, the Bills have a, an easier road in their division. I think the Bills are going to go further, uh, have a better start, and go longer in the, in the season. Pablo Torre. But the thing about the Bills last season, right, they ended it looking like contenders. They started it looking kind of average. And I think the question has to be asked, why is that? What's different about the Bills to start a year versus how they close a year? And if you look at Josh Allen, right, the Bills don't open up the whole playbook on week one. They don't run designed runs with Josh Allen right out of the gate. They save some stuff for later in the season is what smart football people have informed me. So, Tony, to me, I think when you start a season, right, yeah. I think the proposition for the Bills is very different. They're trying to save their quarterback who plays so physically. Yeah, I listen to your podcast, Pablo Torre, and it's funny that you bring that up because I often ask a question on the show, who you got? But when I go to you, Pablo, I should just ask, who does Bill Bardwell got, right? So, right. tonight, I think you said you're thinking blowout, or excuse me, not blowout, but a, but a high-scoring game. Yes. Who does Pablo slash Bill Barnwell got? <laughs> if I may channel Bill Barnwell irresponsibly here, I will lean Rams, specifically because I don't think we're going to see the best Josh Allen here deliberately. Mm -hmm. Mina Kimes? Hmm. Um, I've got the Bills. I think it'll be close because of the aforementioned Tredavious White injury. But that Bills pass rush versus a Rams offensive line with new two new starters, pardon me, thinks that defense will prevail. Sarah Spain. Yeah, I've got the Rams tonight. Pablo, interesting. Maybe Ken Dorsey versus Brian Dable makes a difference in the way they decide to use their QB in their mm -hmm. offense this season. David Dennis Jr. Mm. Yeah, Pablo gets his takes from Barnwell. I get my takes in the Mina Kimes podcast. I'm going with the All right, all right. <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing here, guys? Uh, that's tonight. Energy. Let's make some season picks. Let's go! Everything is better with the music, isn't it? MVP!
Josh Allen is the favorite. Only Woody Page picked Josh Allen on yesterday's panel. So if you go there, you go with Woody. Sarah, who you got? Well, thank you for walking me into that deep, dark, and scary place. I've got Josh Allen, darn it. (laughs) All right, and tell me why. Well, I think his team is going to be fantastic, and we have seen him continue to take tremendous steps. Now, statistically, there were a couple setbacks last year versus 2020, Mm -hmm. but I think, again, when you're on a team that's expected to win as much as they are and you're a quarterback who's as good as he is, that's why I've got it. David Dennis Jr., your MVP, who you got? I'm going Lamar Jackson. Uh, obviously, he's playing for a, a tremendous, a huge contract. But also, the Ravens were one of the most injured teams ever last season. They're going to be a little bit healthier. The offensive line is stout. Even with his injury, he was on pace for a combined 5,500 yards. I'm going Lamar Jackson. Mm, interesting. In baseball right now, Aaron Judge was the player who came in without a contract, and he's having an MVP year. Pablo Torre. Yeah, first off, you never want to go full Woody. Just general... Um, Phrasing. The second thing, the second thing, is that Mahomes is still on the board, Tony. I can just take Patrick Mahomes, the lesser expectations on like Sarah's pick, mean that I can actually soar over a lower bar for the guy who's the most talented quarterback in the entire league. Please, give me me Mahomes. Thank you. Well, now now I'm nervous because that probably means Bill Barnwell picked Patrick Mahomes, and he usually has really good takes. But I'm going to go with Josh Allen. Um, Sarah's absolutely right. You know, it's often with MVP, you're looking at the best offense on the best team. I expect that to be the Bills. And I also expect him to continue to get better. It's something he has done over the course of his career. It's something he did during last season, and I don't see why that shouldn't continue. Let's keep it going. Season preview, breakout team. One team you're looking at to surpass expectations, maybe out of the playoffs last year, but into the playoffs this year, or maybe from the playoffs to boom, legit contender. David, who you got? I'm going to go with the Colts. Uh, I don't think it can be overstated the importance of going from a lackluster quarterback to a former MVP quarterback. I think Matt Ryan makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. They already have the best running back. I think the Colts are going to go a little bit further than they did last Pablo year. Pablo Torre, breakout team. So, Tony, I did not see hard knocks. This is an argument based on rationality and, again, Barnwell's own analysis. But the Detroit Lions, man, the Detroit Lions were deeply unlucky last season. All the field goals, the doinks, Justin Tucker, 66 yards. They were really hurt, top three in the league. They were really unlucky. I think they actually regressed to a more reasonable move. Breakout team, the Detroit Lions. Do you have them going to the playoffs? I mean, are we going there? I think it's entirely possible. Really, Pablo? Yes. Okay. You know, the last team we showed in this clip before was, was the Cincinnati Bengals. They were the breakout team last year. Mina, are you spying right. anybody this year? Well, they're not a breakout on the equivalent of the Bengals because they did make it to the playoffs last year. But I expect the Eagles to not only win their division, but to win a playoff game this season. Um, first of all, in terms of winning their division, they have the easiest schedule in football by most advanced metrics. They also have an unbelievably stacked roster that got better, particularly on defense. They filled all of the holes. I think Jalen Hurts takes a leap, and I think this team is one to be with. Sarah Spain, breakout team. In the interest of not being repetitive, I'm not going to go with a playoff team, but a team that I do think will take a larger leap than expected, and that's the Jags. I don't think they're just going to be not 
a clown show terrible, I think that you're going to see the pieces that will be able to be built upon to actually try to win How? enough games to be respectable. So, the difference between Doug Peterson and okay, Urban Meyer right. with Trevor Lawrence in the mix, again, I'm not saying I was not team. ready I'm for the Lions. Just, I was not, not ready for the Jaguars. And here the Chargers. Here Justin Herbert. Here, here's something. Yeah, the Chargers are too – everyone's saying Chargers. I don't even – Well, said nobody said it. Okay. Everybody it? except anybody on this panel. Let's go. More preview, breakout player. Somebody will be talking about every week or watching, make a story. Pablo Torre, who you got? The Archangel Gabriel Davis, Josh Allen's target, who had four touchdowns in the last game I saw him play. Give me that dude. Mm-hmm. Mina Kimes? I'm going to go with another Bill. Gregory Rousseau, pass rusher, had four sacks last year, but 24 pressures, which usually suggests their production, uh, oh, pass rusher's production yeah. will improve. Also, his nickname is Groot, I just found out, which is incredible and appropriate. Sarah Spade. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk Lions. I liked what Pablo had to say, and I agree, and I think we're going to be watching that team. And Aiden Hutchinson, mm. defensive rookie of the year, we're going to have our eyes on him. David Dennis Jr. His team is going to stink, but I think Damian Pierce is going to be rookie of the year, and he's going to be one of the most exciting <laughs> running backs in Australia. Wow. You know, I know you guys like to go off menu sometimes, but we had conversation with the Jaguars, Lions. We had Texans right there from David Dennis Jr. Okay, so I'll just put you guys down for Lions, Jaguars, Super Bowl. Yeah, go. Three words or less. Go, Mina Kimes, your Super Bowl matchup. Bills, Bucks, quarterback. Sarah Spade. Bills, Packers. David Dennis Jr. Bills, Bucks. Pablo Torre. Bills, Niners, Barnwell. We'll be back by yourself on the other side. <laughs> In fairness. Around the Horn is brought to you by God of War Ragnarok. Rated M for Mature. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. U.S. Open. Carlos Alcaraz is 19, he's emerging, and you can tell somebody to be ready for him, but even when you're ready for him, you still don't Ooh. believe these shots. 
The drama and epicness of the epically dramatic five-set, five-hour win over Yannick Sinner. Full-on drop when it was over from Alcaraz, and then he went to his knees to flex as one does in celebration. It's his second 2 a.m. match of the week. Chris Fowler called it thrilling, exhausting, inspiring, transformative. Mina, what's your takeaway? Uh, that I feel old, and not just because today's my birthday and I'm in my 30s, and but because we are talking about a 19-year-old <laughs> who beat a 21-year-old and didn't look tired at 2 a.m. Tony, yeah. I, 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 it's what's so remarkable about Alcaraz, like just his athleticism, his speed, the electricity, and the fact that he's able to do it for so long is unbelievable. And welcome to your 30s, Mina. I know sometimes oh, people don't you. announce their... Welcome to your 30s. Sarah Spade, how about you? <laughs> As the eldest member of the panel, how dare you, honestly. <laughs> uh, I will give Fowler transformative, and in that sense, because it might be us looking a little bit at the future of tennis, two very young players and what I'll take away from it is at the end of that match you didn't want to see anyone lose but the takeaways from either side to be in a situation moving forward in their career where they can look back and say this many set points that I managed to fight yeah. this many break points that I managed all those moments that they can now pull from going forward and then also Tiafo who called this I just hope they have a marathon match and they're exhausted well you got your wish <laughs> and that is you are exactly gonna get out right yeah very Maybe different Tiafo's coach was like, maybe go home and rest. Don't take advantage of this advantage it. you very yeah. well may have. <laughs> and that, what an amazing run for Tiafo. So now Alcaraz and Tiafo will meet on Friday. Take away from yesterday, David. Alcaraz is here. I mean, he had built some credentials in 2022 that have already been outstanding. Youngest top 10 uh, since Nadal. He's beaten Nadal and Jokovic in back-to-back uh, matches on clay, which had never been done before. And now he has a, you know, primetime star-making performance. And that behind-the-back uh, hit, I mean, that wasn't just showing off. It was yeah. necessary and one of those highlight things that announced somebody that they are ready to take over for the next 10 years. Pablo Torre. Yeah, Alcaraz's nickname being Bone Crusher for some reason and not The Rock, Tony, is a disgrace. <laughs> like, get him a better nickname. But secondly, Big Foe, speaking of nicknames, Tiafo, he has been rested, man, and American men's tennis has been a desert. So thank you to that guy for finally bringing some rain to a lot of parched throats. Wow, just, just poetic. Game five, Sky Sun, winner takes all. Here we go. Each game has been different in the series, if not mucky. And that maybe makes predicting it difficult, but I'm not worried about you people. Everybody took Chicago before the series. Connecticut winning games even without John Paul Jones scoring. Sky with their hands full, even with Candace Parker playing out of her mind for parts of the series. Sarah Spain, how will tonight and this series be won? The Sky have to play defense. 104 points allowed in the last game. That's the most they gave up all season. They gave up 26 more points in the paint than the Sun averaged. They were absolutely embarrassing getting stops on the side end. You look at the points they scored, it would have won a game if they could get stops. So it's the defense for the Sky. That's the most deep and talented team in the league, and they haven't shown it in this series. David Dennis Jr. Yeah, like a lot of people at the beginning of the playoffs, I was Sky Aces. I'm going to stick to the Sky, even though I'm a little nervous about the fact that John Cool Jones is only averaging 12 and a half points. Only been the free throw line five times. It feels like she's due mm. for a big game five, which would worry me. However, Candace Parker was also three for nine in game four, and I think she's also due. And if everybody's at their height, I think the Sky are going to take a game. Everybody's five. due, David Dennis Jr. says. Pablo Torre. <laughs> 
Thank you, David, for giving me an argument to plagiarize, an argument that you just made against yourself. Mm. John Quell Jones mm. is the story here, Tony. Mm. Single digits, games three and four. In game four, the Sun had the most points in the paint in playoff history. And so John Quell Jones regressing to anything like her mean is exactly why they're going to win. Wow. All right. He's taking Dennis's point and using it himself. Marina Kimes, how about you? It's weird that he used the weather metaphor for the other question and not for the sky-sun match. But uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I do agree with my fellow 30-something Pablo Torre. I think the fact that they did all that without John Quill Jones is astounding. And also astounding is the fact that when she does score double digits, they are 4-1. and one. I see that happening tonight. Sarah, you didn't make a pick. You said Chicago needs to play defense. You didn't make a pick. Yeah, it's going to be the sky. The sky are the better team. They're going to show up. over sun in that cosmic meteorological right. Uh, existential matchup. Uh, two forces of nature here. Kai, Spain, showdown next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. Mina Kimes, Sarah Spain, anatomy class with Professor Winston. Our body is so symmetrical, right? You got you got your wrists, you know, and then what are your wrists on the bottom half? Your ankles, you know, you got your shoulders up top, what are your shoulders? Your hips, you know what I'm saying? You got the elbows, what are the elbows? Your knees. All right, Mina, does Professor Winston have this right? Well, he sounds like us trying to diagnose what's going on with Matthew Stafford. Uh, the elbow may be connected to the arm. Maybe it's a problem. I don't know. Sarah? Yeah, symmetrical, like 30 touchdowns and 30 picks. I guess if you don't know the difference between your ankles oh, and your wrist, that might be why. Wow, you that is. Oh, that is. Oh, Callback. Mm. Showdown two, John Daly throwing first pitch for the Cardinals and Sandals from the rubber. And look at that pitch. Sarah, grade the pitch. I would give it an A-plus, but it's in St. Louis, so he should be wearing jorts. Uh, also, I think Mina could take some tips on just striding up and throwing it instead of wow. thinking about it for a half-hour. Sarah Spade, it's her birthday. You're killing her. Go ahead, Mina. I was just about to say, yeah, I give an A-plus because I am in no place to criticize anyone who throws on the mound. Yeah. Um, all right, God, all right, I'll take that. I what it's like to do around the horn with Sarah. But, Mina, your response is look at the Mariners' record since you threw the first pitch. They're about to break the longest there. drought. There, and- playoff team in, in the sport. We'll move on. Showdown three. Doubleheader win yesterday, but the lead in the NL East is just a half a game. Jerry Seinfeld blames Timmy Trumpet 
for the Mets slump because he did the live performance late August. Mina, who you got? The Kith um, model or Timmy Trumpet? (laughs) (laughs) Of course I got Timmy Trumpet. I don't know what's going on. On one hand, Jerry Seinfeld looks like he's trying to be 22, but then on the other hand, he sounds like an old man telling people to get off his lungs. Not really square (laughs) enough. What's the deal with that? Sarah. Uh, it's really reminding me of Elaine and Hot and Heavy and a saxophonist. I think we need to leave the brass section out of when things go wrong and just blame our own uh, performances. All right, Mita Kimes, happy birthday. Welcome to 30s, as we said. Wow. Enjoy 30 <laughs> seconds of FaceTime. Oh, wow. Okay, so at the beginning of the show, I predicted that Josh Allen would win the MVP. Folks, it is quite a journey for me because I have never been so wrong about a prospect and a player as I was about Josh Allen. Coming out of Wyoming, I did not think he would be good. I thought he was inaccurate. After his first season in the NFL, I didn't think he was good. The Bills did a great job of surrounding him with talent, but he also did an amazing job of developing, of putting in the work, and showed people like me, idiots, that we were wrong. And let me tell you, watching him, I have never been so happy to be in Right, so you have him as MVP, and everybody picked the Bills here. But are you just hedging your bet now since you pick him as MVP? If he gets MVP, you get to take credit for it now? Hmm. Here you go, Mina, this is for you. Happy birthday.